This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. This podcast is brought to you by CBD Farmhouse. I have been using CBD products for a long time now, and you guys already know your boy a connoisseur on this stuff, and I love it. I have no idea what I was doing without it, but let me tell you guys something. CBD Farmhouse stands out above the rest. Natural CBD topical creams, gummies, facial serums, lotions, and even bath bombs to get you relaxed and feeling good, my friends. This is not a random third-party CBD company that gets their stuff from who knows where. They make their own products themselves at their own lab. Yes, that makes a huge difference. Game changer. The Delta 8 gummies for anxiety and inflammation and the CBD freeze for soreness is the best. I use that stuff on the daily. Consistency is key when it comes to these type of products and CBD Farmhouse makes sure to give you the best. Genius Brain listeners, to get 15% off your first order, go to cbdfarmhouse.com and enter code BRAIN at checkout once again to get 15% off your first order. Go to cbdfarmhouse.com. That's C-B-D-F-A-R-M-H-O-U-S-E.com to get yourself on that pain-free life today. He told me he used to collect on behalf of the drug dealer, right? Because he's the hitman, right? And, and a collector. So whoever owes money to this guy, he would go collect on his behalf. And if they don't pay up, then, you know. He That's needs, tight. Yeah. This motherfucker went ham with yeah, his lies. Bro. That's yeah. crazy. He said, he said he would go to their homes with a bazooka. <laughs> Andrew, get the fuck out of here right I now. Swear God, bro. So I swear to God, bro. I swear to God, bro. He said with the bazooka. <laughs> and he would say with a straight face and i'm sitting there like i feel like, I feel like you were egging him on or something <laughs> no no I, like, what look, would you show up with he goes a gun no goes, yeah i would i would inquire yeah i would ask him like how he would handle this how big business. was the gun it was a bazooka <laughs> yeah. a bazooka huh yeah in five four three two one Piao, everybody Piao. <laughs> welcome to another episode of the genius brain podcast where we talk about anything and everything that we want just mm. to keep you mm. company in your everyday mundane lives because my life is boring and so is yours. Everybody's have, life is boring these days, I'm man. No, dude. We have Edric back in the house. So you only watched a little bit of that doc that I told you? Yeah, yeah. I started, I, I watched maybe about like the 10 minutes and I had to do something and then I never went you back to it. You son of a bitch, dude. <laughs> you know what? It's, to be honest with you, though. Yeah. If you watch the first 10 minutes, mm-hmm. you already know who did it. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of already know who did it. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. a dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, That documentary was, I don't want to say the climax was weird, but it was very well put together. Mm-hmm. Only because the the most fascinating thing that I found out about, what was that? It was called uh, The Neighbor Next the, Door. Yeah, The Neighbor Next Door. Yeah. Right? So, it's it was weird watching it because I was kind of more fascinated about 
how much this lady documented her personal life yeah yeah i mean like the document a documentary starts with like her social facebook you know posts and everything like that while she's talking about it mm-hmm. it, it almost seems like it was planned you know what i mean she it's she gave them so much footage mm-hmm. because she documented her everyday life yeah. with her family through facebook yeah which is interesting because she didn't do it with the goal of maybe being famous i, I obviously i don't personally know her mm. but for her it was it was like a it was ritualistic like she had to do it whenever something would happen mm-hmm. when you see later on in the documentary and the, and the weird part about the neighbor next door was uh, obviously they're there they they have a narrative that they're writing for it. yeah but there were certain people that were saying that oh she was kind of like a bitch mm-hmm. and then they could kind of see why he did it because she well, was an asshole on, man. <laughs> and they, she kind of coerced like there's even uh, there's like for example there's like a clip that they put in of i guess he was dressed up as santa claus and he didn't get something or whatever yeah. she goes oh, well, there he is again not doing the right things and blah 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 like i have to do everything myself and uh-huh. she's saying into camera on facebook and uh-huh. uploading that clip up uh-huh. which for me is kind of a little off putting like why would yeah. you say that about your husband on yeah. a public platform like make that? it public exactly yeah you know I'm, by the way i'm not saying that she deserved to die yeah right yeah. but it, it was it was a weird weird dynamic and i think when when i was watching this stuff and we mm-hmm. were watching the the, the detectives kind of grill him there's a certain point towards the end of the doc where he's getting grilled about you know basically they they know that he did there's something off and Mm -hmm. you can see it in his behavior Mm -hmm. number one he wasn't crying Mm -hmm. he didn't look frantic and Mm -hmm. he looked extremely nervous so Mm -hmm. in the beginning of the documentary a majority of this documentary the reason why it's fascinating is because a lot of it's based on uh body cam footage from the cops Mm -hmm. and so one of his neighbors coming up like yo he's acting a little weird like he usually doesn't talk and the cops like defending him saying, well, you know, what would happen if you lost your wife? Like you probably wouldn't be in normal character. So just kind of let him slide. But mm-hmm. one of the neighbors were actually really suspicious. Like he's acting funky. Like this guy, I'm a little suspicious that he did it. Mm-hmm. Right. And so what I was talking about last time when we were ref- referring to this part of the, of the doc is that basically what happened is that this guy murdered his family. Mm-hmm. So they have two daughters and a wife and he actually had a mistress on the side. Mm-hmm. Right murders the he murders his wife leaves her in like some kind of oil drum because he works at a construction site and he mm-hmm. also murders the two kids so damn it's it's he murders <laughs> their two fucking kids uh-huh. so here's the the weird psychological twist part about it right so as he's getting grilled they know that he killed that he killed his wife mm-hmm. the detectives essentially they know mm-hmm so he gets uh, put up to a polygraph test mm-hmm. and he fails it right mm-hmm. and they go listen like things aren't adding up and then he kind of breaks down um and uh, he talks to his dad. He asked if he could talk to his dad. Mm-hmm. And he, he he admits to his dad that he killed her. Mm-hmm. Right. But. On the phone? Uh, in, in the interrogation room. That's fucking stupid. Yeah. And obviously everything's recorded. <laughs> yeah. So he goes, yeah, I did it. Right. Uh-huh. And, and his dad's like, oh, son, I can't. Like, what's going on? And he said that it's because um, she killed. Uh, uh, she killed like the two kids. So she's the one that killed the two kids mm-hmm. and he went into this blind rage and mm-hmm. so he killed her. Mm-hmm. Clearly this is a lie. Yeah. Right? But it was odd thinking like, how the fuck did he just think about that lie? Like <laughs> you're, you're already caught. This is done. How did he think about this lie in this in this psychotic, deranged- He's a sociopath. It's fucking nuts. Straight up, he's a sociopath, you know? I mean, the, the, this guy clearly has no empathy and he has no remorse for what he did. And so- in that moment, when he's feeling cornered, he's thinking, all right, how do I get out of this? Or at least try to make it as as uh, least uh, bad for me as possible. And that was the first, I guess, excuse that he could think of. It's crazy because he was cheating on his wife and, you know, 
what the doc was kind of alluding to and what I was thinking as well is that, you know, because a lot of people are saying, like, why don't you just fucking divorce her? Mm-hmm. I think for him, because it's a very it's going to be messy. There's yeah. two kids along there. They 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 built this whole life. So the best way for him to cut out everybody and for him to live his new life is just for him to kill his family. Mm-hmm. And so they were going through a lot of marital problems. You see all these text messages of them fighting back and forth. And she's like, you're a fucking terrible person. You know, she's attacking him. And mm-hmm. obviously... You know, they're having their issues. Um, but I guess essentially uh, what they said happened was like she kind of crawled into bed and they had sex, mm-hmm. right? Uh, this is after her trip. And I guess after they have sex, he goes like, he calls it off. He goes like, I, I want a divorce. And then she starts flipping out on mm-hmm, him. Mm-hmm. Maybe, I don't know, starts hitting him or something. I'm not sure if that's happened in the doc, but obviously something happened. He flips out. He strangles her to death, kills her, mm-hmm. wraps her up in a blanket, asks the kids all, oh, where are we going? Takes the kids away, takes the kid out with her mom. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, what's, what's mommy doing? Is she sleeping or something wrong? He fucking strangles them both too and kills them and leaves them out in the Jesus, field. man. <laughs> Insane, dude. I, clearly, clearly he has mental issues i mean to to fucking strangle your wife and your two kids with your bare hands the two kids part is the thought he just wanted to start a new life yeah without them completely in the picture which is so i I was like why did you kill your kids that's why i say he's a sociopath yeah i mean he clearly thought that's the best solution for me to do what i want to do to get what i want so i mean the dude's just fucking crazy and Probably uh, he had thoughts like that and, and probably had those uh, those desires to kill in him. fucking bitches on my last nerves. Yeah, but he just did a good job of masking it. Yeah. And, and that's something that's uh, a trait of a sociopath, right? The ability to blend in mm-hmm. and, and, and try to be like everybody else so that you don't ra- raise any flags. Uh, even though inside you have, <laughs> I was reading you know, up this this article where they were talking about oh, there was like a shit ton of serial killers mm-hmm. and just weird people like that in like in the 1980s, and I, I didn't get to read the exact reason why, but I guess because of like forensics weren't that great, mm-hmm. technology wasn't that great, and then when when there was like this huge boom of serial killers that were coming out. They were uh, giving him a lot of publicity, so yeah. they kind of gas them up a yeah, little bit in like yeah. the worst way possible, right. you know. So there was just like this huge killing spree of a bunch of serial killers that happened in the 1980s, which is so odd. Yeah, there was this uh, one serial killer that I was reading about that was a a doctor, mm-hmm. and he had over like confirmed like 200 and something kills. Where he would basically like inoculate them with Mm -hmm. a very specific drug and kill them Mm -hmm. while he was taking care for the patient. Mm -hmm. And he got caught Mm -hmm. because they found out that he had an odd number of patients that were dying, like an absorbent amount of patients in the same type of way with the same type of person. It was usually older women. Mm -hmm. And he, and I guess like uh, when he was being questioned a little bit, he, because of a shoddy, just really poor detective work. He got away with it, but this motherfucker decided to kill three more times. It's like, come on, guy. What the fuck were you thinking? Yeah. But obviously, yeah. You know, he couldn't he, help himself. He couldn't help himself. Yeah. That's crazy. He killed yeah. like 200 and something people. That, that I mean, shit. The, one of the best positions to be uh, able to kill freely is being a doctor, right? They could just blame it on something else. Yeah. yeah or, or prescribe him wrong medicine, you know, and then say, oh, well, I thought it was this, but it actually ended up being this. And Yeah, they found like a very specific chemical or something that he would inject into his victims mm-hmm. uh, because the body, I guess typically what he would do is that he would 
like cremate them pretty fast mm-hmm. but this body wasn't cremated and mm-hmm. so they did an autopsy on the body and they mm-hmm. found out like oh this is a very specific chemical that a doctor would use <laughs> fucking nuts dude yeah there's there, there's all kinds of fucking crazy people out there man i mean uh, you know you look at some of the uh, most famous uh, serial killers in history right like the zodiac killer uh charles manson right i mean i actually don't know anything about the zodiac killer oh really Mm-mm. uh it was the zodiac killer was basically um I, uh, up north i think uh in vallejo i think that's oh, where it might have started E-40's cousin <laughs> yeah <laughs> tell um, me when to kill yeah so he he was basically just uh you know going around killing and then leaving behind kind of like these riddles and clues to who he might be um and it was just a game back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is a lot of the times when these serial killers start getting uh, notoriety, right? Mm-hmm. They they do enjoy. It's like a narcissistic tendency that they have. Yeah. They, they, they like to see that people are talking about them, that they're in the attention. It they're, fuels them. Yeah, it fuels them. And then they play this kind of cat and mouse game with, like, because there's no need. If they have, the cops don't have any leads, there's no need for you to give them hints yeah Yeah. and give themselves a nickname right right but it's because they're narcissists that they they want to be talked about they want to be noticed um and so that's a common thing that you see with any uh serial killer that's had notoriety in the past but at the end of the day you just fucked up people there's yeah (laughs) something's wrong up here what was the zodiac killer called the zodiac killer um i think because of the uh like zodiac symbols he used or that yeah that that was his like symbol oh shit yeah yeah that's so weird yeah Uh, but there's a whole movie uh on that with uh, robert downey jr and um oh no not robert downey jr sorry mark ruffalo and uh jake gyllenhaal i think oh yeah i think yeah i'm pretty sure jake gyllenhaal was in there i think jake gyllenhaal is the news reporter if i'm not mistaken and mark ruffalo was a detective i wonder if if, sometimes i wonder with um these like serial killers right are they were they just born fucking weird yeah i mean it's obviously um a mental disorder yeah yeah so they're born this way it's not and how do you catch that shit like what, what are the signs of it you know what i mean well that's the hard part because uh their whole life, they're just trying to blend in with mm-hmm. people. But um, they don't even know how to be a human being. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look at uh, what's what's his fuck Ted Bundy, right? I mean, he was known to be a very charming uh, womanizer, mm. and and even when he was ousted as a serial killer, there were girls sending him love letters to him in prison. You what know? the fuck? Because That's they nuts. found him so attractive. I never got to see the Ted Bundy documentary. Yeah, so. Uh, he basically lived his whole life pretty low key. Uh, just tried to kind of hide the fact that he was this monster and he was doing the committing these monstrous acts mm. um, on his free time. But every other aspect of his normal everyday life that's in the public eye was normal. There's nothing to raise any red flags. It's uh, once things start to get a little bit sloppy, you know, that that's what, that was kind of like the beginning of the end for him. But you know, the crazy shit is bro. He escaped prison. I think like two times. What? How? <laughs> just complete. Was he uh, locked up in a fucking elementary school? Yeah, like how, how just, the fuck did just he escape? complete lack of uh, attention um, by the facility. Yeah. How do you get caught? Um, just manhunt, you know, oh, they hunted him down. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. That's yeah. fucking nuts. Um, so that was kind of crazy that he actually escaped. 
It's like, dude, how the fuck do you let this happen, man? Yeah, that's... How do you let a serial killer escape twice? Yeah, well, I think at that time, too, he was uh, just a prime suspect. It wasn't wasn't, uh, solidified that Mm. it's him, but all signs were pointing to him being the guy who who was committing these murders. Um, so I mean, you, you you look at all these guys, and it's just like they can't they can't help themselves. Yeah, they, they have that deep rooted need to kill to to, and 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 I think too it starts young, like harming animals, killing animals. Mm. Uh, they're basically acting out on that need to to create some harm. When I was in uh, UC Riverside, there was a kid that got arrested in our dorms because he was exhibiting a lot of weird behaviors. Mm. I talked about this on this podcast. Um, I forgot with who, but he I, the, he was in the room that was diagonal to mine. And he was this Asian kid, mm-hmm. weird kid. And uh, he just started hunting shit. Mm-hmm. And like, for example, because in Riverside, there's a bunch of lizards and like jackrabbits or some shit at night. Mm-hmm. And he had a BB gun. You're not supposed to have a BB gun on campus like that. Mm-hmm. But he, uh, yeah, I remember one day I saw this fool come in with like a dead jackrabbit. And I'm like, this podcast is brought to you by Fiverr. Let me tell you something. I'm a guy that constantly needs freelance work to do a lot of the things, whether it's film editing, graphic design, you name it, your boy needs help and Fiverr has been a godsend. I know a lot of people out there think that business owners such as yourself or myself might be doing everything on our own. Well, you are wrong, stupid. Fiverr has been giving me the most reliable freelance work ever. Finding freelance work has never been easier. You can customize your search by service deadline, price, selling reviews, and a whole bunch more. You'll know exactly what you're paying for upfront. No negotiating needed and it's awesome. And the best part about it is pricing is always project-based, not hourly. Check out Fiverr.com and receive 10% off your order by using my code GB. Find all of the digital services you need in one place at F-I-V-E-R-R.com. Once again, that's Fiverr.com, code GB. What the fuck is this fool doing? He's holding on to it? He's, he's just carrying it. it? Yeah. Carrying it. He's like, yeah, I hunted it. And he's just telling me, like, as a matter of fact, that he <laughs> hunted this jackrabbit. And I'm like, okay, this is weird. But later on, what they found out, his... his, his um dorm buddy yeah. in his room was obviously creeped out by him by a lot but he notified the authorities that he had something weird in his closet or some shit and it uh-huh. turned out he was making a makeshift bomb in his closet whoa yeah so he got taken away whoa yep holy this shit. is my fucking freshman year of college dude yeah that's crazy terrible shit dude. yeah damn did they did any other information come out like what he was planning to use that bomb for <sighs> no, no uh but he got really suspicious because he kept on, you know, collecting weird shit. I mean, obviously him killing wild animals and bringing it in, he's not supposed to have a BB gun on campus anyways, <laughs> yeah. was already the weird part. Right. You know, but there was always some weird fucking people at Riverside. Like, mm-hmm. I remember, um, I did not know this guy per se, right? Mm-hmm. So it, after I left Riverside because I got into trouble there, uh, I would visit the homies. Like, whenever I go to San Diego to see my brother, I would just stop by Riverside, mm-hmm. kick with a friend, stay with him a couple of days and drive to San Diego, and mm-hmm. then I would just drive back, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, this dude, I forgot his fucking name, but this guy's weird. And I had a friend who didn't give a fuck. He never did background checks on anybody before he let them uh, rent out a room at their place, right? So because his parents bought him a house out in Riverside and Mm -hmm. then – they bought the house and they just rented it out to college students. Mm. Really smart move with his parents. Yeah. And then this dude would just let anybody rent there, no background check. So they let this fucking weirdo in there. <laughs> and before I got there, they gave me a heads up. They're uh-huh. like, yo, this guy is a little fucking odd. Yeah. And odd is an understatement. Yeah. So when I got there, 
I'm outside and there's this dude named Adam. Then we're, we're, we're talking outside. Uh-huh. And then I look to the left of me and I hear that, you know, the sign of sound of metal, metal blinds. Yeah. Yeah. I hear it. I look over to the left and there's, I see these eyes staring at me and it goes, closes back and yeah. it just goes away. Yeah. I'm like, yo, who the fuck is that? And yeah. like, yo, that's the, that's the weird, weird roommate dude. that he's talking about. Yeah. So I go inside. I say, what's up to everybody. Right. This dude, he's like, you could hear him stomping and running around upstairs. Mm-hmm. You know, boom, 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 boom. And I'm sitting down and they're telling me how weird this is. They're, they're telling me some other stories about it, which I'll tell later on. Uh-huh. But he just starts coming down the stairs and they say they, they told me that when he comes down the stairs he yeah. always comes down at the tops the highest speed ever so all you hear is yeah. comes down and he goes I shit you fucking not doesn't introduce himself to me mm-hmm. doesn't tell me his name uh-huh. and he goes hey do you want to see my bow and arrow and I'm like okay uh-huh. I was like sure uh-huh. he goes back up the stairs yeah, yeah. <laughs> you hear him rummaging around then you hear him come down the stairs yeah this is my bow and arrow. it's pretty cool huh he shows yeah. me his fucking bow and arrow I'm yeah. like all right, he goes, you want to see my axe? <laughs> I'm like, nah, I don't. He goes, oh, I'll show you my axe. <laughs> Goes upstairs, comes yeah. back down, yeah. shows me his axe. And yeah. I remember I had the bow and arrow on the axe and I was I didn't want to give it back to him because yeah. I'm creeped out at this point. Yeah. I just look at him and go, dude, you are fucking weird. Yeah. That's all I say. Oh, and then, that's a death wish right there, bro. And then everybody starts cracking up. Yeah. He looks at me, stone cold, no laugh. And I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to give this shit back to him until I leave. Yeah. Like, I'm holding on to it. Yeah. He was like, it's pretty cool. He's like, yeah, I'm just going to check it out a little more. He goes, so it's pretty cool, right? I'm like, yeah, it's cool. I'm holding on to that axe yeah. and the crossbow. Yeah. I don't think I ever told the story in detail like this. Yeah. Partially because I'm scared of this guy. But <laughs> but I'm holding his axe and his crossbow, and I don't give it back to him until he goes away. Mm-hmm. So fucking weirdest shit ever. They told me this, this, this funny-ass story about him where um, I guess he had... There's a couple of stories, but this is the weirdest one. So they were all supposed to go hang out at this dude's house, mm-hmm. right? Nobody in the house told him where they were going. Mm-hmm. He wasn't invited. They don't want him to come. Yeah. So everybody's like, yo, like probably this weekend, let's just go kick it at uh, our boy's place. And yeah. then, you know, we'll just have like a pool party or whatever, right? Nobody tells this dude. But apparently as they were talking about it downstairs, he mm-hmm. didn't come down and he just started eavesdropping, mm-hmm. right? So they get a phone call when they're hanging out at the house and they go, hey, I'm almost there. For the party. And they're like, what? Yeah. Like, he's like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, he's like, yeah we're having a party. I'm, I'm, I'm almost there. Yeah. And they're like, okay. Yeah. Like, well, first of all, they don't even know how they, how he got the address. Yeah. But he somehow got the fucking address. Oh, man. And so it turns out he didn't get the address. He uh-huh. waited for them to leave and he followed their oh, cars. Oh, my God. He fucking followed them in a car. This and so this is, I cannot, creep. I cannot make this shit up. Weird fucking Asian kid, right? Yeah. So I shit you fucking not. Like I wrote this shit in a script because of how odd it was. Like I cannot make this shit up. Yeah. So during this time, this is like when YouTube just started. But one of the most popular things that that was on YouTube was these was when um people were making these makeshift flamethrowers with super soakers. Mm-hmm. Do you remember this? Yeah. Yeah. And so it would be battery. It's battery powered. They did a whole tutorial on it, mm-hmm. and then you know it has like this functioning motor that'll that'll shoot out like uh propane or gas yeah, or whatever, yeah. and you could do this flamethrower. So this fool. They open up the door and yeah. he had a fucking flamethrower. Oh my god! A fucking at the party? Uh huh. At at the house thing. And so uh, yeah. he goes, "I'm here." Yeah. And he has a flamethrower on him, and they're like, "Okay." And they told me that he had the flamethrower, and yeah. they could see the fuel leaking out of the thing. Oh my god! And this god. is not safe, right? They're like, yeah. "Yo, if you want to do it, go ahead." And obviously, yeah. he doesn't say anything. He goes, "You can go ahead and yeah. just just shoot it out in the backyard area." Yeah. This dude. They told me that they, because like the, the, the glass is like soundproof or some uh-huh, shit, they uh-huh. couldn't really hear him, but yeah. they could see him and everybody's watching him. Yeah. He starts blasting it. 
but the thing is fucked up and janky. Yeah. This dude lights on fire. Oh, shit. And so they just see this fool just, ah! Yeah. Scream, jumps into the pool because uh-huh. he lights his whole shit on fire. Uh-huh. Comes out the fucking pool. Yeah. Comes into the house. He goes, hey, guys, uh, I think I have to go to the hospital. <laughs> and he just walks out and leaves. So apparently he had third degree fucking burns. Oh and when they told God. me the story, I noticed yeah. that his arms arm was bandaged up. Yeah. So he got third degree burns yeah. from the fucking flame for the, from oh. the fucking makeshift flamethrower. What is wrong with this guy, man? This guy's a psychopath, dude. Yeah. Both these dudes were Asian, too. Yeah. Fucking weird. Wait, wait, what do you mean both these dudes? So are... the guy, the, there was a first guy in my dorm. Uh-huh. Uh, when oh, I, these are two separate people. These are two separate people. Oh, okay. I thought it's the no, same No, the person. first guy, he got he got arrested. Oh, oh, oh okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay, the first okay, guy got okay, arrested. Okay, this second okay, guy okay, I actually okay. met once, and okay. this happened before I was visiting. So the first guy is the bomb guy. The second guy is the bow and arrow bow and, and the arrow flame flamethrower throw. guy. Okay, okay. This guy is so okay. fucking weird. There were some <laughs> other stories that they told me about him, yeah. but it, it was just so odd. Yeah. UC Riverside has some of the fucking weirdest people I've ever met well, in my look life. Look at the location, man. It's Dog like nuts. Yeah, it's in the fucking middle of nowhere, bro. <laughs> this dude lit himself on fire with a super soaker, screams. Yeah. They can't even hear him. They just hear him just jump into the dude, pool. What what if there was no pool? He'd been fucked. Yeah. He was just lit on fire. He'd been dead. Yeah, he'd probably burn himself alive. Yeah. Came back out. He goes, all right, guys, I got to go to the hospital. <laughs> he just leaves. That's all he says. All right, guys, that was fun. Thanks yeah. for having me. I got to go. <laughs> I wish I was there, but I wasn't attending Riverside at the time when this uh, happened. But yeah. they, they told me the story. There was some few other shit that they told me about him that was just so fucking odd. So did they like end up living the whole year together with this guy? Well, I guess when his lease ended, they, yeah. they kicked him out and they added somebody else in the uh, house. Instead. Oh, they kicked him out. Yeah, but he kept on, I guess, continuously, though, he was like messaging them and yeah. calling them, actually yeah. like, kick it and hang out. But they, you know, wouldn't would, yeah. really respond. Yeah. I honestly thought that they were going to get chopped up and killed. Yeah, that's that I would be concerned for that it's like you, you sure you want to kick this dude out <laughs> maybe Weird, you guys dude. want to move out <laughs> dude you just fucking sparked a memory in that house too like i said this uh-huh. dude would never do background checks on uh-huh. people uh-huh. so i think this dude's name was yao mm-hmm. but he was like a fat asian dude i yeah. think he was my replacement after i left but <laughs> i should you not i think this guy yeah when, I, when we look back on it now and we were making jokes about it because we didn't know the severity of the situation i'm pretty sure she's not yeah but he used to like this girl that 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 we used to kick it with and this girl to us anyways is mm-hmm. not very attractive because mm-hmm. she looks like a fucking 12 year old right but some people into that <laughs> yeah and so you know one time we were we were this guy would look up some weird shit so by the way you know where this dude lived where? he paid rent i think 300 dollars a month yeah to live in the closet underneath the stairs in, oh the, in, the, in the condo in the house are you serious i'm not even fucking lying to you holy shit he lived in the closet and he was a big dude a, a big dude <laughs> and so when i met this dude this was another time that i came this is after that asian guy left so uh-huh. this is when i went to san diego again for another trip uh-huh. i stopped by riverside <laughs> i'm chilling they're like oh we have a, a room a roommate named yao and i'm like who the fuck is this and i this guy pops out from under the stairs i'm like yo what the fuck he goes what's so i saw a setup and so he would just be in that room and there's like he would build little wall shelves yeah and then he kind of just had his laptop on his stomach and that's where he would sleep did he have a bed in there he had a small little like twin bed in there oh well i mean it must have been a decent sized closet then to fit a bed i might be saying twin bed and i might be exaggerating right now it might (laughs) have just been some blankets but that fool rented (laughs) the 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 room beneath the staircase that's crazy man dog i knew some weird people at this school (laughs) so this dude when we were looking at his phone he had some weird shit in there dude Mm. like he had like a bunch of like kids toys and all this other stuff that we were kind of looking through his shit Mm. because he's a really odd guy just to kind of scope it out and i was like let me see his phone so i was flipping through his shit yeah he had some weird porn in there like he had a he had a 
bevy of fucking photos with just dicks with dicks inside high heel oh, shoes. Oh man, that is fucking. He had pictures like dicks bro. inside high heel shoes. That's fucking weird. And all the girls that he liked in his phone, they yeah. were like they looked like younger girls. So uh-huh. we, we actually at a certain point we they started getting creeped out by him. Yeah. We thought that he was like a yeah like a, pedo. Like a pedophile. Yeah. So, but this guy was so fucking weird. But then uh, I remember when he kind of gave up his his love attraction towards that one girl that looked like a little kid. He uh-huh. got a, he got a new girlfriend, which uh-huh. I'm surprised that he got a girlfriend at all. Yeah. That girl looked like she was ten. Oh man. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck is with he this probably guy? Probably definitely has some pedo. Some pedo. Know, I don't yeah. think he really enacted on it, yeah. but he specifically chose women that looked really fucking young. Yeah. But I never understood why he has so many photos of high heels with dicks inside it, Doug. I've never even heard of something like, like that, bro. I can't bro. make this shit up. Yeah. A high heel pump with a dick inside it. And that's the photos that he would have in his phone. The guy that's, was fucking weird. That is fucking weird, man. That reminds me of um, Superbad when Jonah Hill used to just draw dicks all the time. And oh, there's yeah. no fuck. And it's like all different types this of dicks. This dude was so fucking funny, too, yeah. because he was so fat, and but he would always take creatine. Uh-huh. But it's I don't. Like, what you need that but for? But he wouldn't really work out, so he just get yeah. fat. Yeah. It's like, yo, what the fuck is you with this guy? Just drinking all that water and putting water with that dude was so weird, man. That yeah. college, I could, I have so many weird stories about that college experience because of the weirdest people that I've met. That's that were, that's like an unusual amount of like weird people that to have that regular interaction, you know, with people that are really off. You know, that's uh, that's. I'll tell you this other story, yeah. right? I'm just going to blow my load on all these stories. There was this kid, there was this dude that kind of lived with us, right? So mm-hmm. there was two guys that were really close friends. They went to the same high school together. And I think their parents actually know each other too. Mm. So we would never see this fool in class at all. At all. Mm-hmm. We didn't know what the fuck was going on with him. Um, I think he had... <clears throat> I think he had some form, some form of like ADD or ADHD or some shit okay. right that, or some form of like autism or some shit like that. But people, his parents didn't know, right? Uh-huh. But he got into UC Riverside. But at the time, anybody can get into UC Riverside. Yeah. So he used to play basketball a lot at, at the uh, the intramural, you know, the yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. fucking basketball court yeah. all the time. And in my mind, I'm like, what in the fuck does this fool go to class? Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, I wouldn't go to class a lot, mm-hmm. but he would never go to class. Yeah. Like he would have a backpack on, but he would have his basketball shorts and a t-shirt, and uh-huh. I'm like. This motherfucker want to play ball? Yeah. Like, no, I have like a midterm today. Uh-huh. <coughs> never saw him in the library. Never saw him study at all. Yeah. This dude, <coughs> we found out later on. Rona. You, you got COVID, bro? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let me use one. <laughs> Fucking honey nut. Nuts and shit. <laughs> so, you know, us being bored as shit, we started following him to see where he was going. Yeah. Turns out he was always playing basketball 24 mm. 7. Mm. So, we're like, well, yeah, what's happening with this dude? So, this is by the time the second year came around. So, I only went to Riverside for two years. Um, we saw his grades or whatever, right? And it was like glowing. It was straight A's. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's fucking impossible. He literally doesn't go to class. Yeah. So, what we found out actually that he was put on probation uh-huh. off of the first year uh-huh. and he got kicked out by the time it was the second year. Oh. And he lied to his parents. And so, the transcript that we saw with his grades, he photoshopped it himself. Oh, shit. So, for a whole fucking year, <laughs> he didn't attend UC Riverside. That's he was, he crazy. got kicked out. That's crazy. So, he's just on campus. He was just on campus playing basketball yeah. all day. <laughs> It's like, dude, who the fuck is this guy? Like, yeah. who, who am I living with? Yeah. This is, who is the, why are you, why are you living with these types of people? The they f- were the people in my dorm and they were, majority of them were really cool. Yeah. Like, I mean, he was a really cool dude. It was just so odd. And the weird thing about college was mm. people were so adamant about creating a new identity. 
Because yeah, yeah, I mean that that's that's pretty common. But these people are just weird, weird. Bro. <laughs> and you know me, like when I find weird people, yeah. I can't help but observe them. Yeah, because this is how you get these weird fucking stories. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? I yeah. couldn't help but observe these odd human beings, and they weren't bad people, and they weren't going to hurt me. But it was just like I can't. Well, that's questionable. The dude yeah. with the fucking bone arrow and flamethrower, and he was probably going to kill me. But that's why yeah. I held onto the the the, the 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 crossbow and the axe. <laughs> And I didn't live with him at the time. Yeah. But that that dude was so interesting that he lived his whole college career as a lie. Yeah. And I, I, I'm not sure if he got reinstated or if he graduated from mm-hmm. there or if he went to a different college. I can't remember. But mm-hmm. when I met met up with him after that and I met up with him uh, at their house and I, I spent the night um, at one of the buddies' house. That was yeah. the house where you know the flamethrower guy was yeah uh, like his pupils were all dilated and shit so i think he was like on some type of like drugs or okay. some shit like that but he wanted to be an emt uh-huh. but i i don't know what happened but his parents are pretty well off so now here's the real important question was he actually good at ball <laughs> he was okay <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but uh, if you're playing that much, like, you got to be pretty decent at it. At be, I mean, his buddy was really good. Uh-huh. You know, he was really dope. He, he he was in his high school basketball team and okay. shit. And I was never, I wasn't that good at basketball when I went to Riverside. I got uh-huh. better after okay. I left. Uh-huh. Uh, so when I started losing some weight, yeah. I was so big, I couldn't keep up with anybody yeah. else. But uh, he was pretty okay. <laughs> he, was, he was just okay. Well, he's playing all day, every day out at least hope he's decent. You yeah. Know? It's Don't. like you wasting your parents' money on, on an education you're not getting and you're just playing fucking basketball, bro. Dude, it, it was nuts how much, he, how long he lived that lie. Uh-huh. And it was so weird that I, I chose not to study. I wasted my time following him. <laughs> like, I was watching st- this dude. <laughs> just watching this dude so dude my buddy tony to? too like because riverside isn't that great of an area yeah. we were on the second floor my buddy had his bike out on the balcony somebody mm-hmm. climbed up to the second floor of the balcony uh-huh. and stole his bike from the balcony wow <laughs> that's some fucking commitment right there this podcast is brought to you by hawthorne hawthorne is a premium personal care brand that's making it easy for guys to feel and smell their best guys this is not just for you to smell and look good it's for the people you're trying to get to notice you baby i know a lot of you guys don't know how important it is to focus on your self-care but it is a game changer smell good feel good you goofballs and don't do it the generic way with scents and lotions that everybody else has get something customized to you and how you live and you special like that listen if you know someone in your life that could use this tell them to take the personalized quiz to get them the perfect tailored self-care kit they need or if you know that they need this then build it for them and give them a personalized gift and boom how awesome is that i wish someone would have done it for me find the perfect gift this holiday season by visiting hawthorne.co slash gift that's h-a-w-t-h-o-r-n-e dot c-o slash gift hawthorne dot c-o slash gift you know what at that point i couldn't even be mad yeah, i'm like i'll be like you deserve it bro you work for it yo we woke up the next day yeah. and he was like yo my bike got stolen i was like how you had yeah. it on the balcony yeah. somebody stole it from the fucking balcony they had, that means they had to climb from climb the outside it, and he had to hold on to it and then <laughs> climb with it all the way down yo that's dedication man uh but Dude, when I was in college, I don't think I've had any interaction with you, you went know, to you went to Irvine, dog. Yeah. I went to Riverside. The, from my memory, I think the the weirdest dude I had an interaction with is it's just he looked weird. I mean, he, he was like this kind of chubby dude um, who wore like those. Uh, what do you call it? Those glasses that the that, transition that glasses. T- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Did he have a roller bag too? No, but he had a he had a fanny pack. Oh, he wore god. a fanny pack every day. He dressed like a fifty year old in the eighties. You know, like just like 
I, just a weird looking dude, man. Um, was his name Borat? <laughs> I don't know what his name was, but he would always be playing pool. And and I I was shooting a lot of pool back then, and mm-hmm. I was pretty decent, you know. And I see this dude all the time, and he thinks he's like the shit at pool. So I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm gonna hustle this dude. <laughs> I'm gonna play him for money because I saw the dude playing for money before. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, this this guy must really be confident in his skills. But I, I'd watch him play, and then um he wasn't that good. But we started playing, and I think we started at like two dollars a ball. So basically what that means is any ball that you have left over is $2 per ball. And then I think I let him win maybe the first like two games. Um, and he was up maybe like, I don't know, 10 bucks on me. Right. Yeah. And then I was like, hey, you know what? It's, it's pretty close. Why don't we up the stakes? Let's go $5 a ball. Right. And then so from that point on, yeah, you know, I, I started getting it a little better than i was hitting yeah. it previously and the next thing you know i think this dude owed me like 50 bucks <laughs> oh shit yeah and i'm just like that's what you get <laughs> you think you're the shit yeah. he just got fun i didn't sell that to him i was like because i kept it kind of close but then i just kept racking up wins and then at a point he just kind of tapped out he's like no nah, i'm done that's so funny, i'm like man. dude it's, it's so close man i mean i i was like we should up the stakes you could get your money back God. I I don't know why UC Riverside just collected some of the most trashiest human beings. I mean, because it was easy to get into, but it was still a major university. Yeah. You know, it's a major UC. So there's a certain level of prestige, right, within the UC name. But then UCR just happened to be the one that's easiest to get into. Some of these people, into. too, that I remember, I you know, and I, I didn't want to be in that school. So mm-hmm. most of the time I wasn't having a great time. Mm-hmm. But one of the things, one of the biggest things that I noticed at that school was mm-hmm. the fact that a lot of the kids that went there were very sheltered. So they lived a very different life than I did. Yeah. You know, and um, and I think I've always had this weird, it's like when, when I don't like somebody, it's highly apparent. Mm-hmm. And something just doesn't stick right with me, right? So there's this dude, I think his name was Derek or Darren, I don't remember now. But mm-hmm. people love this guy. Mm-hmm. I think it's because he was like a football player in his high school or whatever. And he kind of brought that cool swag over to yeah. him. Met him once, didn't like him. Yeah. But I will always be nice to him because people liked him. Yeah. Right? He's a popular dude. He's a popular dude. And uh-huh. I just would always be so fucking nice to him. But later on, so after I left, uh, they told me a story about him. And they're like, hey, you remember like that dude, Darren or Derek, whatever his name is? He goes, like, you never really liked him. I was like, yeah. I was like, there's something off about this dude. Like mm-hmm. this dude would always like kind of stunt too hard. It seemed like he was like, he would lie about his shit. Mm-hmm. So they found out mm-hmm. later on after mm-hmm. they graduated mm-hmm. that he was also pulling what that other kid was doing about kind of like being really good in his academia. Mm-hmm. So afterwards, after they graduated Riverside, he told everybody they got into like USC law, so all this shit absolutely did not started telling everybody even actually graduate i don't know (laughs) but he was bullshitting and lying about all this other stuff too and i'm like see i knew i smelt it on that motherfucker dude these motherfuckers fake you know i mean i i take back what i said i forget my roommate my roommate was definitely off remember i told you about him which was him again uh my first year uh the the compulsive liar he was a, a goth nerd um, oh yeah. yeah with bipolar disease and yeah all kinds of shit bro all, i mean the dude was he was on some other shit he's a dude who fucking uh, i tried to like you know kind of introduce him to college life because he seemed like he wasn't very socially adept so uh, I, I invited him to play some uh to kick it and play some games with us at, at the homies place and then he's a dude when he got uh, played mario kart i guess for the first time when he got shot by the the red shell he <laughs> you motherfucker <laughs> I was like, dude, relax, bro. God damn, dude. Was he Asian, dude? 
Nah, he was okay. Even that he fucking lied about. He said he was mixed with five different ethnicities, you know, and and he was pointing out the features. He's like, yeah, the, so the British side of me, that's why you could see kind of like this bigger nose that I have, you know, the Guatemalan <laughs> side of me. Look at my work hands, you know, they're like, and so he said he was like a five different ethnic backgrounds. Then his family comes to visit straight fucking Mexican straight. <laughs> Oh, so he he was a pathological liar. Dude, he was a compulsive liar. He lied about. He told me he was a, a hitman for a drug dealer. Um, <laughs> this guy's dying. Man, I let him. I let him run with these stories. So just go ahead. Just tell me whatever. Yeah, because I, I wanted to see how ridiculous it gets. He told me he used to collect on behalf of the drug dealer, right? Because he's the hitman, right? And, and a collector. So whoever owes money to this guy, he would go collect on his behalf. And if they don't pay up, then, you know. He That's needs, tight. Yeah. This motherfucker went ham with yeah, his lies. Bro. That's yeah. crazy. He said, he said he would go to their homes with a bazooka. <laughs> Andrew, get the fuck out of here right I now. Swear God, God, so I swear to God, bro. I swear to God, bro. He said with the bazooka. <laughs> And he would say with a straight face, and I'm sitting there like, I feel like, I feel like you were egging him on or something. No, no. I, like, what look, would you show up with? He goes, a gun. No, he goes, yeah, I would. I would inquire. Yeah, I would ask him like how he would handle this. How big business. was the gun? It was a bazooka. Yeah. A bazooka, huh? Yeah. Like missiles? Yeah, missiles. Yeah. Like big yeah. missiles. Exactly. No, that's that's kind of the trajectory of the conversation. <laughs> but like he would, he would, he would start with something pretty ridiculous, and I would ask about it, and then he would double down on it, and it just kept. It just gets stacked and stacked and stacked. That's hilarious. And I'm like, dude, does this guy really fucking think that he anybody will believe what he's saying? But I just found it like fascinating and entertaining at the same time. Yeah. But that was very short lived. After a while, you're just like, ah, oh, I'm tired. Very fucking goes yeah. again, right? Um, but the trippiest shit was I didn't know what to make of it when I first because I you get the paper uh, when you. Well, here, so backstory, backing up a little bit with the roommate story. So one of my friends was supposed to be my roommate, but he ended up deciding to go to the Air Force in the middle of summer. Mm -hmm. And so it was too late at that point to be able to choose a roommate. So yeah. then I got paired with a random roommate. So you have to fill out like this personality and like tendency kind of thing. So they try to match you up with somebody that uh, is kind of like you. Mm -hmm. And then I got matched up with this dude. I'm like, I don't know how the fuck that happened. But anyway, I get this paper in the mail saying, oh, your 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 roommate's name is Jose Smith. I'm like, Jose Smith. I'm like, come again? What do I? Come say what? Yeah, exactly. Like, is this dude half Mexican, half white? Half Mexican, half black? Like, what what is this dude? Like, so that was kind of confusing in and of itself. And then I meet this dude and um, yeah, man, he... Uh, I, I'm pretty sure I told this story on the podcast before, but like he had a binary blanket, the Matrix binary blanket. You oh, know what the fuck? Yeah, so he was like super nerded out, um, but he was also goth, wore the trench coats, like high black boots, all black everything. Um, computer science major. That's a compulsive liar, uh, crazy bipolar. Like his swings would be like. Sometimes I would walk into the room. <laughs> Yeah. dude sometimes i could because you get hyped sometimes like really hyper when he's on his highs right and then like he would hit his rock bottom lows I, I would come in sometimes and this dude has his head buried in his desk and he's just bawling open the door i'm like nope <laughs> close the door and i'm like i don't want to deal with that shit man i'm young i'm in fucking college i just want to have fun oh um, man yeah the crazy shit is bro when we got to college uh, we we uh, agreed. I was like, uh, we'll bring one appliance each uh, so that we can both use it. And I was like, all right, I'll, I'll get the microwave. You just buy a mini fridge. Cool. We agreed on that. 
I buy the microwave, I bring it. And then I'm like, all right, where's this mini fridge at that he's supposed to get, mm -hmm. right? How about this motherfucker buys literally a fucking mini fridge that big on the size of a dish. <laughs> You're fucking if lying, it's two dog. cans of soda in there. You're fucking I lying, dog. I swear to God, bro. <laughs> this dude is not real. Yeah, I'm like, yo, bro, that, we can't even use that. Like, you fit, literally fits two cans of soda. I know exactly what that shit yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, and, and it sits on the desk. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yo, Jose, we can't, what the fuck is that, bro? Like, we can't use that. When I meant a mini fridge, I meant like, you know, a compact fridge that we could actually yeah. use, store some shit in there. He's like, oh, I'm like, this dude really thought that this was going to be that good dude enough. is fucking hilarious. Yeah, he was on some other shit, bro. Like, I was like, dude, what is what is wrong with this guy, man? But yeah, he was definitely a weird dude for sure. That's um, fucking funny, man. Yeah. This fool bought a toy fridge and he thought yeah. he did a great job. Yeah. He goes, like, this he, is what I got. Yeah. He's like, yo, say, Hold I got on it. Second. Don't worry about it. You said mini? I fucking <laughs> yeah. got a mini yeah. ass fridge. Fuck this guy, dude. And, and he puts it on his desk. <laughs> you know, like, so is it just a fucking personal fridge then? Because I'm putting my fucking microwave in the middle of the room so that we can both use it, yeah. you know? And I was like... The fact that I had to clarify to him. That's fucking funny, yo. Yeah, so this this dude was on some other shit, man. But, you know, I tried to be nice and just, like, be cordial and let him let him go off on That's just hard sometimes, It man. is, though. It is. That's why it got to the point where I would walk into the room and I see him fucking, like, just bawling. I'm like, no, I'm sick of this shit, man. Yeah. You know, I tried, man. I tried to get him Did to. Did he stay in the school the whole time? He did, but like I think after about the first quarter, he just wouldn't show up most of the most days out of the week. Um, I don't know what he was doing. Uh, he I, he would pop up once in a while, and I'm like, "Yo, where you been at?" Mm -hmm. He's like, "Oh, you know, I just been like sleeping at the computer lab because I got a lot of work to do, or like I'm just staying at friends' places." I'm like, all right, that's cool, but I just think it was because. Uh, you know, I, the girl I was with at the time, she would come over and then it would make him uncomfortable. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I remember this one time when, uh, so in, 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 so there was two dorms that I was staying at. There was one dorm that that was my spot, right? Mm -hmm. But the, the, all my other, all my friends were in another dorm. So I, I used to just like crash there sometimes. Yeah. And uh, I remember, uh, so one of my friends uh, that was in that dorm, like I was, I was homies with like two girls, mm -hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It was a girl named Crystal and the other girl named Missy. Mm -hmm. So Crystal, at the time, she's very sweet, right? I think mm -hmm. she's a teacher now. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what she wanted to be when we were in college from what she, what she remembered. But I remember she became a, an educator, right? Yeah. Crystal was fucking funny because she used to date this thug-ass motherfucker, right? And he was, she said she was, he was, a, if I remember correctly, he was something called a black rag, right? The so, black dragon? It's called black rags. And black so, rags? So oh. They're like, they're not crypt, they're not blood, uh -huh. they're their own thing, right? Okay. So I guess they beef with both like crypts and blood. Okay. Somebody can correct me on that. I might be a little fuzzy. Mm -hmm. But either way, this motherfucker was scary, yeah. right? And he would come, I'm like, Crystal, you date this guy. What the fuck is wrong with you, right? And I remember we were showering. I was taking a shower in the dorms, right? And I looked down, all my shit's gone, mm -hmm. right? Like, cause you know, you have your stuff there and I, I kind of left my stuff right here. And then this dude was like using my soap and shampoo, didn't even ask, right? So I remember like he's reached over and took it yeah. and I'm sitting there just 
<laughs> showering, yeah. no soap, no nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I was too much of a bitch to yeah. be like, hey, bro, you can't just take my shit like yeah. that. This fool was just using my scented ass shampoo, just washing himself up. And I'm sitting there just having fucking lukewarm water hit my body. And I, I didn't say shit. Oh, man. But I remember, like, I came out, and then after he left, I yeah. took my shit back and yeah. I started showering up. Yeah. She goes, oh, did you? She's like, she's like, did he use your shampoo? Because, you know, I. It smelled like me, right? Yeah. She goes, did he use? Did he ask? I was yeah. like, no, he didn't. Ask. She goes, I'm so sorry. Like, I'll talk to him. I was like, no, no, don't, don't talk to him about yeah, it. Yeah, he, it's, it's fine. It's fine. He's yeah. gonna be here for a day. He's yeah. good. Like, don't yeah. talk. She goes, no, I'll talk. I was like, no, 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 Crystal, yeah. don't talk to him. Yeah, he used my shampoo. Yeah. It's done. He made me a bitch. Yeah. All right, I gotta yeah. live with that shit for the rest of my fucking life. <laughs> no, okay. To be fair, to be fair though, is there a possibility? Because he wasn't. Maybe he's never been to college before. That he oh, I'm pretty was, sure he didn't know how to read either. <laughs> that he, he might have thought it was just communal. It was just there. I don't know if herbal essence is communal. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, like, if you don't know kind of like how a dorm works, right? Maybe you just, and you just see it Let me there. just tell you this fool. This fool took my bar soap and I'm like, <laughs> oh, hell no. I was like, dog, you, I had, no, I had yeah. to throw that shit away yeah, immediately. Keep that shit, bro. <laughs> it was my, it was his dove, yeah. this white bar soap. Yeah. This fool used it and slid it right back under. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it slides hey, right back. That's yours, bro. You know, like, you know why he slid it back over, bro? He's waiting for you to pick it back up, bro. Let me tell you something, bro. He wanted that, some of these cakes. <laughs> yeah. That was probably that's one why. of that was one of the moments where I felt like such a bitch. Uh, like the dude took my shit yeah. and I didn't say anything about it. Yeah. And she already gave me the background of who he is. And this mm. fool never smiled mm. at all whatsoever. Mm. He was super quiet too. Oh, so he would come pretty often to visit. Uh, he came every now and then. Okay. I just knew that he had soap now. Mm. That was his. Mm -hmm. Like I just, it's fucking weird, man. So gross. I hated showering in the, in the, in the same, that dorm shower. Cause yeah, it would be clogged sure, up with all sure. those other bullshit. That's why I always wore slippers. You gotta wear slippers. Oh, hundred yeah, percent wore slippers. People yeah. who didn't wear slippers were nasty. Yeah. I I mean, it's not the nicest thing when you got to share a bathroom with like a bunch of other people because like you got to expect. I hated that shit, dude. I hated showering at night because that shit was so scary. What? That shit was creepy, yeah. dude. It was like our our dorm shower looked uh -huh. fucking creepy as shit. Oh, okay. I don't I don't know. Our, Lights ours... all flickering and shit. Oh, okay. We didn't have that problem. Our... Man, you were in Irvine. <laughs> that's why I was in Riverside. Yeah. No, I, I never had a problem with like. Uh, it being creepy or anything like that. I just from a cleanliness standpoint. Uh, my, my my best friend knew how much I hated Riverside because the first day I, I kind of opened up my dorm window and I was mm. chilling and a lizard crawled in and mm. I was like, "Fuck this place, man!" What <laughs> a fucking lizard the size of my forearm just crawled into my room. I'm like, "Fuck this place." We had a uh, raccoons uh, near our dorms. Oh, we had raccoons and possums and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, at that time, I never got that close to a raccoon before. And then I just thought, you know, these are just a uh, friendly, fuzzy type of animals, even if they're wild. And then uh, I cornered a raccoon and I was trying to pet it. Like, hey, come here, guy. And then he fucking showed me teeth and started yeah. getting I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, all right, That's bro. nuts, dude. Yeah. I'm like, y you can fucking leave, man. I yeah. just try to pet you, you They'll know? fuck you up, dude. Yeah. So and they have was, rabies, too. Yeah. Well, some of them do, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> some of them. That's, that's reason enough not to fucking pet them. Are you insane? <laughs> I just want to give a little pat on the head, like. <laughs> I, I, sometimes I wonder, too, if I ever went back to college, like what, the things that I would have done differently, because I never wanted to be there, hmm. so I never got the most out of it you know i'll tell you what i would have done differently i would have stayed single that's for sure yes because yeah. i went in there not single yeah. and it fucked up a lot of my mm -hmm. experiences because i was very i mean for me anyways mm -hmm. i was very content in being with with that girl mm. and so all the experiences all the stuff that i could have done i did i chose not to do it because i was so focused on her yeah you know so yeah. i kind of 
I definitely fucked up. Well, I basically missed out on a lot of different conversations. <laughs> like, well, my, first of all, your boy was not cute enough to talk to anyone. Yeah, you know what I mean? And I just never did. Like, even after she she dumped me, I just... Yeah. I remember it was like the second year of college. I was mm-hmm. devastated, dude. I was uh-huh. depressed. I didn't want to talk to nobody. I was over here just fucking yeah, crying that, in my that room. That was your fucking freedom to go and taste the rainbow, nah, man. I gained like 100 pounds. Jesus. I was like, fuck this shit. Dude, for me, it was like fighting off the temptation because, you know, I'm a loyal dude, man. I'm a principled guy. So, like, even when I was 18 and my hormones are going crazy, not to mention... Again, Irvine is known to have hot girls. Very cute Asian girls. I don't know why the fuck that is. You know, it just seems to be true for many different generations of people who went to Irvine. Every time you talk to somebody who went to Irvine, they always say, oh, there were hot girls there, though. Yeah. And it was true at my time, too. So there were a lot of girls that I could have had some play with. But, you know, I had to. Not me, man. I just looked from a distance. (laughs) That's all I did. I just kind of had binoculars and I just stared. <laughs> you know what it was, man? Like, I, I just never... When you're heartbroken, you just don't give a fuck. Like, I'm not trying to... I'm not... any For me, anyways, mm. I wasn't trying to talk to anybody. And at that time, too, I didn't, I didn't care about the way I looked, mm. the way I dressed, nothing. Mm. Like, and to this day, obviously, I still don't care. I got these donut pants on. But, you know, it just got to that point where I just remember I just, just wanted to be left alone. You know why? Because you've never tried to fix that with the vagina. That's why. <laughs> it was never offered to me, Edric. <laughs> now, if you, if you go and seek it, you'll find it, bro. I became more charismatic yeah. afterwards. Okay. After I got dumped that first time. I uh-huh. just didn't get dumped. That was the first yeah. time I ever got dumped. Yeah. That was the first time I, I was my very first girlfriend and I got dumped. And grabbed and, onto her ankles for... Hey, man. <laughs> I remember I grabbed onto those ankles for dear life like I was hanging off a cliff. Yeah. I said, please don't leave me. Please. That was one of the worst, saddest moments of my life, dude. Oh, man. I was 18, bro. Yeah. Leave that alone. Damn. I was I grabbed onto this bitch's ankles so tight. Dude, I... I... Yeah, I never had a moment like that, you know? I mean, like... That's because your zodiac sign says you're heartless, Doug. You're a heartless human being. You don't have a soul. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, I can be cold. That's that's no mystery. I can be very cold-blooded, but it's not because I don't care for how somebody else feels. Yes, it is. No. <laughs> <laughs> that could be true sometimes, you know? But I don't know, man. Like, uh, for me... It was. It's just one of those things where it's like you know, the quicker you move on from it, the the quicker you can move on with your life. That's not what I saw. I was like, this bitch is my whole world, and my whole world, a meteor just crashed into it and exploded it down to its very core, uh, and I was just left with yeah, nothing. I think that's I think, what it felt like. I think you know what it might have been too is that you got too ahead of yourself. You started thinking like, oh, this the rest of my life right here. Of course you know? I did, dog. Yeah. But you're fucking eighteen, man. That's I'll, what you do when you're eighteen. Nah, for me, I was like, that's because you're heartless, dog. Yeah, I like told she you. would like. My girl at the time would be talking about the future. Oh, do you see ourselves getting married? I'd be like, it's it can happen. You know, I'm not going to say it's impossible. I never heard an 18-year-old say that before. 18-year-olds <laughs> be like, of course. What the fuck are you talking about, dude? Doug, come on, man. You're 18, man. Dude, when you're 18, you're supposed to be yeah. madly in love, and you uh, don't know what the fuck you're saying. That's what 18-year-olds you, do. You're madly in love with getting some of that... <laughs> not me man i just had one vagina that i wanted to live inside that one vagina for the rest of my life yeah no it was it was never like that for me i don't think i ever felt like you know here's the rest of my fucking life i'm I'm just thinking let's take it a day at a time and see where it goes you know and then so like those scenarios are probable or not probable it's possible and then the longer you together it becomes probable but i'm not gonna sit here and be like 
well, at that age anyway, at 18, be like, yep, for sure we're going to get married. And for sure we're going to have kids and a family together. I was thinking that from the jump. That's all I was thinking about. And I had this whole idea planned out. That's why your world was in ruins and shambles, man. You have any idea how sad of a human you have to be to get dumped and then start grabbing a bitch's ankles? <laughs> like, so you so she, you can make sure she wasn't going to run away? Like, please. <laughs> what, what, what was the catalyst, though, for the breakup? You know, we just... Eh, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Mm. We just weren't happy. Oh, I see. It, we weren't. I was just holding on to it because I thought I loved her. Yeah, and we were not happy. Mm. She did not make me happy. Yeah, she did things that pissed me off consistently. Mm. And you know, that girl wasn't very faithful either. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah. it's like she or had her eye, her her sights on somebody else while we were together, bro. And like, come on, then it should have been like. Easy. Yeah, but I couldn't see that though. Yeah. I, I really couldn't see it. Yeah. You know? Was the vagine that good? I mean, no, I, and neither was the dick. But <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. You know? Just I, stabbing. <laughs> I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I wasn't a very sexually motivated kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I just wanted to have sex with the person that I was in love with. Mm. Like, a Oh, okay. Bitch. So that was. That's, that, that's where your mentality was like, is different. Was. It's not, I just wanted to have sex. I wanted to have sex with somebody I was in love with. Exactly. That's who, that's who I was, girl, yeah. all the time. Yeah. And I remember after we, I remember after grabbing this girl's ankles and asking mm-hmm. her not to leave. Uh-huh. So prior to that, we had this huge fight, which we would always fight over the phone. Mm. And, I, and I I will take responsibility for most of it because I think because I was always scared that she was going to leave me, mm-hmm. I was extremely overly protective and very controlling, right? Um, I was her she was like my best friend too, but mm. before we got together. Mm. So as an 18 year old, you're always scared of somebody leaving. So the best thing that you can do is try to control somebody, which mm. is the worst idea, especially yeah. as a young person, but you don't yeah. know these things. Right. Yeah. And so that obviously led for, to me pushing her away, but it also led to a lot of stuff too, that you find out that these are just her habits. Mm. Like she always finds the person who's like in, in need of fixing. And I was just her next, next pet project. Oh, I see. So, you know, she found somebody who was like very dependable. on. <laughs> she her. was one of those. And she you were one of those. <laughs> uh-huh. I was one of those. She was one of those. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I was, she was like, my closest friend uh-huh. you know and i had a huge crush on her in high school since i was like 14 yeah and then i just decided to ask her out when i was 18 okay so this is like long time coming long you, time coming I, and i said fuck her. it i'm just gonna ask yeah. her out when i'm 18 and yeah. then she said yes and then we went out for about a year yeah and you know when she dumped me my fucking the world <laughs> came down into a flame and asunder yeah. but what happened with that was like we got into this big fight i remember because i was hanging out at this dude named daryl this is uh my fourth generation japanese third generation japanese kid Mm. and uh i was up all night talking to her on the phone and we would talk on on the phone all night for four five six hours at a time you know Mm. how young people do it Mm -hmm. and so but we got into this fight and i remember i said something to her and this was a hard thing for me to get over because i said to her and this was actually the catalyst that caused her to break up with me Mm -hmm. and so for when I couldn't get over her for like the year after was because I was hanging on to this one thing that I told her. And I told her, I was like, do you even think that we're even compatible? Mm. Like, I don't think that we make sense. I told her this. It's how I honestly felt. But obviously it was in the heat of the moment in the fight. But afterwards she hung up she didn't resp- she didn't call me back for like two weeks <laughs> wouldn't pick up my phone call or uh-huh, anything uh-huh. and in all i was left with was i fucked this up yeah. like i didn't mean to say that i yeah. was just in the moment but what i meant <laughs> but it, was, it is what i meant to say yeah. and i was right yeah you know yeah but, that's that's you overriding your intuition exactly <laughs> you know, your emotions are overriding that <laughs> exactly and then she said she finally responded back she goes hey like i mean she was at davis at the time mm-hmm. and she goes let's meet up back in sacramento i'll come over to your place and let's talk 
and I knew she was gonna dump me. Mm. But in, in my heart, I was like, Nah, man, baby, you tripping, dude? We we about to we about to get Murray, dog. And I remember she's just like, It's I need to break up with you. And she started bawling. Uh-huh. I started bawling, and that's when I said, I gotta grab these ankles. <laughs> Last ditch effort. You ain't gonna leave me my grabby ankles. If she sees how pathetic I look, yep, she'll she'll fall in love with me. Oh, but then we were like off and on constantly, uh-huh. and you know, it was a good learning experience for me. Just just because it helped me realize how much of a fucking loser I am. I was like, you are a fucking loser, guy. Dude, I, when I, even at that age, bro, like. I wasn't I wasn't ever like jealous or controlling and like I was never, never like been that. in love, bitch. No, That's why. No, it's just it's just one of those things where like um so when I was eighteen, you know, the the girl that I was with at that time, like I just understood like look, we're 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 in college, right? We're gonna go partying separately, we're gonna do things separately. I'm just like, look, I trust you, you know. And even if you're like at a club, I don't mind you dancing with another dude. Shit, but- I minded. <laughs> I was like, ain't nobody touching you ever. Get back, I said. Fucking get back. <laughs> get back, I said. I had a fucking rape here. Yeah. Said, get back, I said. Um, no, so like I, for me, I just like took it for what it is. It's like, dude these are the times this is our life right now i got no problem with you doing things that we're supposed to be doing at this you know age why? as long as you you draw a line once it crosses the line that's because you were hoping she would do some shit so you so you can get different <laughs> nah, pussy nah, that's exactly nah. what you think it's like nah. you bitch, i wish you would step out of me because i got a line of vagine waiting for me right now dude <laughs> hey bro you were waiting for I, it i no, i i was uh you know i was very good about drawing a hard line in the sand with like not uh putting myself in compromising situations man like if i thought like there were there there was a time i could remember like girl came over and uh, she lived in the same dorm and so you know she wanted to come kick it not don't don't really think much of it but then not too long after she goes into my bed and i'm sitting on the chair and i'm just like all right, i see where this is heading you know she, you didn't you're a good man no, i said yeah let's like I just stayed in the chair and we just talked and then I was just like, all right, you know, you got to go. <laughs> Damn, man. That's a good dude. So I'm I'm a loyal dude, man. But at the same time. That's what I'm saying. You were hoping <laughs> that she would do something. Nah, nah. If, if she did something like that, first of all, it would have surprised me. And then two, it's over after that. Well, yeah. You know? I mean, after that, I never did it again just mm-hmm. because I started to realize like, number one, how stupid it is, you know? Mm-hmm. And it, it got to the point where it actually became a detriment. <laughs> Remember with Diana, like I just never yeah. cared about anything that she did. <laughs> it got that bad. And she's yeah. like, you don't care at all. Yeah. You know, I'm nah, like, you just do you. <laughs> you, just do, you just do you. She goes, you know, I'm going to Vegas, right? And I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's a very fun place. Enjoy. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, so I was like, you I, took the other opposite it the extreme. Other way where I just didn't care at all. Yeah. I'm like, I could care fucking less. Not, it's just the way I look at it in a relationship is like this. It's like trust is earned, right? Once, once it's earned, you got to keep it. You got to maintain it. And so like, look, you earn my trust and you have it. Don't break it mm-hmm. because once you break it, you're not going to have it back. There is yeah. no second chance with me yeah. It's because there are certain things that are black and white, at least in my opinion, in a relationship that you just don't do. And so if you do it, then you betrayed my trust and you don't ever deserve to have it again. It's really that simple. And then so within that, it's like you're a smart enough person to, to be able to use your judgment to know what's wrong and right. If you cannot distinguish between what's wrong and right, you're just somebody I date. 
you're not somebody I'm in a relationship with. You yeah. know, we just have fun together. You do you. I mean, you want to keep it open. That's all good because I don't really care if this ends tomorrow, if it ends today. Like, we're just both having fun. It's a mutually beneficial arrangement. But then if it's like a relationship where, you know, we're really trying to be serious and like exclusive, then it comes with a different set of standards. Do you still remember what your very first girlfriend looks like? Um. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can barely remember it. Yeah. I, I'm I don't still, know why I'm, it's, it's yeah. fuzzy. No. No. Uh, my like first quote unquote real relationship. Right. Uh. Eleven. Twelve years. We're still friends to this day. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. We're still friends. How'd you so. guys break up? I mean, I don't know, bro. It was like it just kind of fizzled. Yeah. Like we're we're eleven, twelve years old. You know. So okay. When I was eleven, twelve, I thought. Oh yeah, this is like, you know, we're going to be together for a long time. That type of thing. That's when I had false, you know. That's when uh, you had a heart. No. And then, and then, and then a black and it blackened and hearted over time. No, no, no. Like a that's, stone. That's when I didn't know enough about life yet, you know. And then At uh, 18, you still shouldn't know shit. What the fuck are you talking about, dude? Nah, come on, at 18, you I'll have tell you a, something. I was uh, madly in love, dude. Yeah. I loved everything about her. I loved everything. But it was it was that really case of like I how does why does this girl like me yeah you know and I had very low self esteem uh, so that's an unhealthy so, dynamic for sure a hundred percent yeah I mean and t- you know it's not like she was that great either mm-hmm. but in my mind she was everything right she was like a ten and you're like a five yeah well how dare you <laughs> <laughs> no because you said you had low self esteem no, fuck man you you gave me something you gave me like a six or some shit dog you can go straight to the five bro <laughs> gotta give me a D in my head I'm thinking five or less that was me being generous of what I thought you thought. About, I knew this one was about to say three or two but he gave me a five which is still highly offensive yeah because I thought it, what you're saying is you know you have low self esteem so I'm thinking ooh let me tell you, you know? right now dude people don't people don't want a handsome David Soda pop up dude now, a handsome David So is trouble oh man a handsome David So is fucking trouble yeah, well you know the thing is man at least you learn from it and, and as a result Thank- God, I did, man. Yeah. I, I hated, you know, making the same mistake twice. Mm-hmm. You know, after her, that was like what from the ages eighteen to twenty. Mm-hmm. I didn't get into a serious relationship until like a really serious serious relationship until Mariel. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was about. It took about uh, six, seven years, mm. and I just said, "Nah, I'm good. Yeah. Like, I'm not." I actually had a streak like that too. Um, actually, it's like the prime fucking years when I should have been, you know doing my thing but uh i think uh towards like my mid-20s yeah around there for a good stretch of a few years i was on this like um self-imposed hiatus Mm -hmm. uh because i just wanted to focus on music i didn't want any distractions and so like even dating girls like casually dating i saw as a potential distraction and i was like you know what i'm already fighting an uphill battle trying to do this shit I don't need an added distraction to it. I got to focus because I was so in that mode of like even sleeping. You're like, fuck, man, I'm sleeping and the motherfuckers deciding to stay up an extra hour or two just to like out hustle me. You know what I mean? Like, so that was kind of in that mode. And so, yeah, I I had a stretch for a few years. Yeah, that it would. The reason why I didn't have a serious relationship was honestly, because if I look back at it now, Mm -hmm. I don't think I. 
I think I like just stopped believing in like love per se. I'm mm, like, this you is. You got jaded. I, it, it wasn't even jaded. I hated myself. <laughs> okay. right? I didn't like what the in love David was like. Yeah. So, and also too, because I predicated love and relationship on yeah. one person, uh-huh. I had no life experience. Mm. I didn't know what it was like to date other people of different ethnicities, mm-hmm, different mm-hmm. train of thoughts, mm-hmm. different bodies, mm-hmm. different vagine, different, <laughs> different vagine, different vagine. <laughs> yeah. You know, my back was even tight. You know, I, I didn't know any of this stuff. So yeah. I took this opportunity to see, to number one, get rejected mm-hmm. again, mm-hmm. right? Because I've never technically been rejected at that point because I only went after one girl. Yeah, true. Right? So I was like, what's rejection like? Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be a stand-up comic. So I had to have life experiences. So this whole time was me being able to just kind of open up and try new things. Mm. And so that's why I just never had, I mean, I had, I went out with one girl for maybe a month mm-hmm. and then somebody and then oh there was the other girl uh, Diane mm-hmm. no where she <laughs> yeah she was she lasted what about like 10 months 8 yeah, months yeah so she was so it was wrong so I had her and then it was Mariel mm-hmm. but then that didn't last very long either I think yeah. it was like eight, not even 10 months it might have been 6 like it might have been super short no I think it was a little longer than it that. wasn't a year though for sure uh-huh. it was definitely way less than a year it was like sh- shockingly short mm-hmm. but, and we were long distance yeah, 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 I remember. Yeah. yeah. And she was a very sweet girl too. Mm-hmm. It just didn't work out, you know? Yeah, so like for me, the uh, I didn't prioritize like women, you know, because I was like, dude, there's I have a goal in mind and there's something that I'm really passionate about and love doing. I want to dedicate as much time and energy to that as possible. Um, but then once I started kind of getting outside of that, um, then it was just like free for all, you know? Like, uh, I was just He's like... He's a pussy everywhere. <laughs> Say everybody like a pussy. Yeah? It's like, uh, you know, you taste the rainbow, right? <laughs> this guy, you fucking hold <laughs> I remember when I when I had a different vagina, it was like, ah, oh, good good old friend. I haven't <laughs> so had this. This is, this is what it's like. <laughs> I was like, I haven't had this in a very long time. Yeah. This is fantastic. Yeah. I mean, look, man, I, I feel like you got to get that shit out of your system when you're, when you're relatively young because you don't want to have that desire... Once you're settled down, you're like, fuck, man, I should have dated around more. I should have experienced more personalities, experienced more vagines, you know, like all of these things that you should have done. You know what I am going to do next year, though, as a New Year's goal? Mm -hmm. This is going to be a weird New Year's goal. Mm -hmm. So my whole life, I've never, ever really focused on Mm -hmm. the way I look. Mm. ever mm. never cared about it right yeah. it wasn't something that was something that i uh ever thought was really important mm-hmm. i wanted to be a comic mm-hmm. i was a funny guy i was a yeah. fat dude and i always got by yeah next year i'm gonna try to wear pants at mm. least at least three times a fucking week <laughs> the fucking guy was saying i uh, last last week when i was here hey you finally wearing some jeans yeah because all my <laughs> all, all my laundry is dirty right now yeah. i didn't do my laundry yet i'm like so your jeans is your fucking backup not yep. basketball shorts or sweats next year i'm gonna care because the funny thing is i really like clothes i like fashion that's like mm. the half the shit I'm, I'm looking at at night yeah. all the fucking time yeah yeah but i just like pre on it you know it yeah, right, up there. Like it's right, very uncomfortable right, right. You, know, you know well that's the thing once you prioritize comfort it's kind of hard because some of these things are not exactly the most comfortable pieces look good. yeah exactly um and, and like it's not usually the most practical in some cases too but you can find that balance between fashion and comfort there's you can you can do that you know some you see this outfit i have on right now hey this fucking our, our pocket tee the pal secret society.com yeah. <laughs> like this is so comfortable I, I love wearing this shirt you know and then it's like it has a, a contemporary fit and design 
you can have comfort in fashion. Let me tell you something. An yeah. hour and a half in this podcast, I already got a chocolate stain on my t-shirt. So this is why I haven't, <laughs> I haven't worn, I have, I have a dark chocolate hey, stain. Hey, bro, it's all good, man. It's fashion. You know, shit. People intentionally buy shit that's all dirtied up and ripped up. You know, yeah, so. But, this, but on a fat person, it just looks like I was eating snacks. Yeah, that's, that's true. Uh, on a bigger person, it's not a good yeah, look. Yeah, it's not a good look to have a chocolate yeah, stain on. Stains. It almost looks like it was supposed to be there. Like, it's really odd if I didn't have a chocolate stain yeah. on me. That's the odd thing but okay well if you say next year you're gonna be doing this i will hold you accountable i'm gonna have a haircut every two three weeks i'm gonna wear the shoes i'm gonna see how long it lasts hey man (laughs) (laughs) hey man don't 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 deny man watch it's gonna be crazy like damn what the fuck david could have done the thing is it's like it doesn't affect my my mood Mm. you know i wish because sometimes when people dress up they look nice they're like Mm -hmm. yo i feel good Mm -hmm. i feel good Mm -hmm. when i'm in my fucking nike shorts you know what I mean? I'm in my fucking dirty ass yeah, shoes and yeah. my fucking baggy ass shirt. Yeah. That I feel good. But when I dress up for a wedding, people are like, you look great. I was like, but I don't feel great. Though. Yeah, but I'm comfortable as a motherfucker right now. Yeah. Right? You got those fucking, uh, the, sh- the shoes you got to wear, which are, you know, dress shoes are usually uncomfortable. And then you could have a little bit of restricted movement on, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but yeah, uh, for me, I think it's the case for a lot of people is like during this pandemic, I'm just like, whatever, dude. Who, who gives i'm like wearing the same shit every day well at home i'm just wearing basketball shorts and a t-shirt every day pretty much and then when i go out i'll just like wear the same shirt and like same jeans because like i don't really give a fuck you know yeah man like i don't really care either. yeah what is what is there to even dress up for right now know. yeah i don't know you can see me in these donut pants this is, this is what I'm looking okay, at right now you know what that's a little bit on, <laughs> on the uh side of you shouldn't wear those Hey yeah. man, just wait, dude. When, yeah. when people are like, "Yo, who's what's with sexy David, dude? Why is David so sexy all the time?" Well, that's not the impression you give with when you wear those. You, you give the impression, "Hey, I just gave up on life, whatever." Honestly, you know? these donut pants are like yeah. what the, like what hood rats wear. <laughs> like, that's true. But they that got male true. versions of it. I'm like, I'm gonna fucking copy these little donut pants. Oh, so you actually bought them? It wasn't. Oh like no, no, somebody... this was a sponsor that we used to have, okay. but they dropped me. So fuck them. Oh, okay. <laughs> Then why are you wearing it? Huh? Because I like their product. Oh, man. Yeah. But actually, I don't want to say fuck them because yeah. what if they come back? Yeah. But I will say this, guys. You guys make a great product. I'm sorry you guys dropped me, but yeah. I still find these pants very comfortable. Okay. Fantastic. As long as I know you didn't actually spend money on that. Cause... No, man. Well, now I'm going to buy two pairs because you said that. Because they're fantastic. <laughs> well, guys, that wraps up this episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. <laughs> you say you will never buy those pants. Then we wrap it up. We'll see about that. We don't, oh, we don't know what's going on, man. Well, you can find Edric at Ed2 on Instagram. And remember, secrets aside, to go ahead and cop all of our stuff. Very comfortable, guys. I'm telling yes, you. Very nice. And uh, we will see you all next time, baby. All right, Joe. Peace. Peace.